welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theater in the Now. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, so you never miss an episode. Leave a five-star review while you're there. You're about to listen to part two of the finale of Block Talk's Ultimate Disney Song Showdown, the first of many new themed showdowns where we try to discover the best of Disney drag and beyond. Be sure to listen to the first four parts of this series to get the full experience. If you have any theme, category, or fandom you think deserves a showdown, be sure to hit me up. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, follow us on Twitter, and visit theaterinthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. We are back for more Ultimate Disney Song Showdown. We have 32 songs left. Which song will take it all? Are you ready to dive into the next portion of our show? Let's do it. All right. So we're going to go straight back to the top of the um, bracket for number one, When You Wish Upon a Star, verse number 33, Out There. And starting us off is Robbie. <laughs> and he's thrilled. Do I have to? Correct, you do. <laughs> We're starting fun. Speechless. Speechless. Um, can I go last? <laughs> no, you got, we, we, we got the order going. It's, oh, gosh. Um, uh, <laughs> just noises. Grunts and noises. Um, I'm... <sighs> I'm sweating. Um, <laughs> I don't even know where to start. I'm sorry. This is the longest like <laughs> space opening. <laughs> um, if y'all can't tell on the other podcast, I am struggling. I. <sighs> Three. I'm just. I'm gonna stay out there, and I. All right, we got to vote for out there. I feel broken. Well, well you look great. So there <laughs> you go. That's good. Uh, I, I am voting for out there as well, uh, with all due respect to when you wish upon a star. Don't look at me like that, Robbie. You just voted for out there as well. Surprised you did, though. That's, I'm flabbergasted. Um, listen, when you wish upon a star, as strong a song as it is, it is not my favorite of the classic songs. And when you put the two together, if you make me choose, what do I want to listen to first? It's out there. Okay, okay, Andrew. Um, I know this is shocking, but I'm very torn. Um, after all the bullshit, shocking. after all the <laughs> bullshit you put us through for the bells of frickin' Notre Dame, now you're torn. <laughs> um, because when you wish upon a star is uh, one of my top songs in general. Um, that's why I'm torn. Totally. Um, and I love bells more than out there personally. Like I, I acknowledge what you're like. I, I know the song versus kind of it's more of a narrative. You know what I mean? I get all that stuff. Bells just like has always been like my thing and Clopin has a special spot in my heart. And so there's a lot of reasons that Bells is my favorite. Um, 
I love when you wish upon a star so much, but out there takes me farther. So out there. Okay. I think when you wish upon a star is the bedrock of Disney. It is, you hear it every single time you put on a Disney film. It is quintessential Disney. This is my number one song. Um, I'm not sure I have any fight in me to get anyone to sway. Um, I still, we still have to wait for Tim's vote, but I would be, th this is the song I thought would ultimately win. Um, my vote is for When He Was Put On A Star. So I put down Out There. Uh, I love Out There. I think it's great. When You Wish Upon a Star was not my number one in my list. It's not my ultimate favorite classic Disney number. I think there are other ones that exemplify the Disney spirit a little better. And so I'm voting for Out There. Michael, I just want to offer you some comforting words. <laughs> Actually, they're not very comforting. The reason why I think you get nostalgic, not, not just you specifically, but mm -hmm. you in general, the royal you, the reason why we get nostalgic over that song is not necessarily because of Jiminy Cricket singing that song as beautiful as it is. It is the foundation of Disney, but it is nostalgic to us because of the opening credits, sure. because of the logo of the Disney castle with the star over the castle and those few notes, do, 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 mm -hmm. do. That's why it's nostalgic for you. Absolutely. Not for the song it's alone. It's designed to be nostalgic now. Right. It, 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 it's, it's wormed its way into your mind, not from the song alone. Does that's that make fair. sense? That's, no, it's totally fair. I mean, and I say I, that not to like. I I I want that to be comforting because. Well, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and, and no, it's it's uh, this is probably for me. I think the biggest upset, like number one song from the eight people who ranked it, is out already. And I think that's just that's what's very fun and interesting about doing this podcast is I, perspectives change when you pit it against certain songs. I thought this would win. I for real thought I this. I did too. I did too. I, it was one of my, it, it's not my personal winner, but it was one of the ones that I had pegged as a possibility. And I thought it was a final four, absolutely for sure. Mm -hmm. And I'm in a state of existential crisis right now a little <laughs> bit. I'm, I'm, I'm broken. I'm I broken. love Out There. And so it's not like I'm unhappy. Like I, Out There is one of my favorite songs, but like, I didn't think this would happen. I thought I was <laughs> casting a pity vote. <laughs> oh dear. Well, it's for the sake of time, we're going to, we're going to keep moving on, but goodbye wow. to the number one seed. Ooh. <laughs> As we learn in 2016 and we'll learn in this year, votes matter. So yeah. please make yeah. vote. Make For sure all the one there. sports fans out there who are familiar with March Madness, Duke just lost. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, next up we have Good number one. 17, Cruella DeVille, versus number, uh, what number is that? 16, Beauty and the Beast. And Sutton kicks it off. Uh, for me, it's Beauty and the Beast. I, I don't want to quibble about it because I do love songs, both those songs very, very much. But at the heart of it, Beauty and the Beast is, like I said before, you hear those first chords and my heart just melts and my whole body just relaxes. It does exactly what, when you're watching a film, it does what you need it to do. You sink into your seat and you just turn everything off and the song 
sweeps you away. It is a perfect song. Yeah. Andrew. Um, I'm, I'm just going to be torn on every matchup, aren't I? That's where tough. I'm at. It's tough. Um, I'm going to go Cruella de Vil. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to elaborate. I'm just going to put my vote in. <laughs> um, I'm probably going to be contradicting myself when I say that I usually prefer the upbeat versus the ballad, but it's Beauty and the Beast. Like, it is stunning. It is, as Sutton said, it, it, it is, you hear it and you know exactly what it's, what's going to happen. It, it moves you. Um, so my vote will be for Beauty and the Beast. I vote for Beauty and the Beast too. It's Angela Lansbury at her most wholesome and wonderful. And Robbie is freaking out. I don't think I can. I was. <laughs> I know I was ready to ruin lives, but I wasn't ready to ruin my life. <laughs> um, Did you put yourself on the list? <laughs> no, but I'm going to have to add it. Every one of these is going to tally up to me. Um, I just like. I'm going to vote Cruella DeVille solely because if I were to pick a movie to watch, I would pick 101 Dalmatians over Beauty and the Beast, but I'm not, I'm not in it to like fight for Cruella DeVille over Beauty and the Beast. And because like, yeah, to, for essence of getting through this. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Beauty and the Beast moving on. How to rip this bandaid off as fast as possible. It's pro- honestly, that is probably going to be the best thing for us is to not, dwell on this too too hard we all yeah. acknowledge that these songs are so freaking good you know but you can't you can't be just because we're ranking these does not mean we can't love them less absolutely well, and it, it hurts because it's like picking i mean i wouldn't know it'd be like picking your favorite child or like picking your favorite dog like tootsie. i had a dog named tootsie and she was my favorite oh okay so this might be easy for you you heartless child. <laughs> It also, it also like when you do a bracket style tournament like this, you end up like cutting lo- beloved things much earlier than you would if you were just taking 64 and be like, all right, let's take out my least favorite one at a time. And then you could feel really good about what your top 16 is going to be. But right now my top 16 is crumbling before my eyes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You see, I grew up in a household where my father would refer to his children as direct reports and he would he would refer to us in terms of our ranking numbers of of his favorite children so <laughs> this is no problem for me see my stepfather just called us demon spawn and <laughs> that would get looks at walmart all the oh. time yeah I, my dad would call me an imp so i i relate i relate all right we got another round we this got- is this is why we draw on Disney so much. We needed love. <laughs> so our next matchup is number nine, I Won't Say I'm in Love, versus number 41, Lost in the Woods. Andrew, start us off. Damn it, I just took a bite of food. <laughs> <laughs> you can eat during this? How dare you? I'm going to make mac and cheese. I needed to. I haven't eaten anything since 10 a.m. I'm dying. It's, it's 6 p.m. for those. You're not- dying. Robbie's <laughs> broken. Tim, how are you doing? <laughs> Great. <laughs> all, right, Andrew. all right. Like I've been eating this whole time. I don't know what you're talking about. I love both of these. Um, I, I didn't think this would be hard because I thought I was just going to say, I won't say I'm in love, but now I'm like a little stuck weirdly. 
I don't know where this is coming from. I don't know what my brain's doing. You need to eat. You're hungry. You're right. <laughs> Let me stuff this whole sandwich in my mouth real quick. Yeah, um, stuff it in your mouth. What? <laughs> Just trying to release the tension right now. I'm casting my vote for... I won't say I'm in love. My goal was to get Lost in the Woods through one round. It went through a round, but it is no match for I won't say I'm in love. I won't say I'm in love. Sorry, there's a car alarm going off outside. <laughs> it goes off every single day, and I don't know why. Um, I'm actually voting for Lost in the Woods. I love both, but if I'm going to... I think just Lost in the Woods is like someone singing their own harmonies, everything, like, yeah. He's a singer, though. That's what he does. <laughs> so is Susan Egan. So... <laughs> Yeah. But if they gave her a little reindeer to harmonize with, I'm sure she would have sung them too. Instead, she had a backup chorus because it's a 60s song. You know what? I voted. You're already in the lead. <laughs> Don't come after me. No chance. No way. I won't say I'm in love. It's a perfect song that I really love. All right. I won't say I'm in love is moving on. Did that count as a yelling? <laughs> <laughs> All right, this will be this is gonna be a fun one. Next we have number twenty-five. Uh, I'm sorry, what number is that? Number forty. God help the outcast. Verse number eight. Be our guest. For me, it's absolutely no match. Be our guest. And this is a hard one, uh, but it's got to be be our guest. It's Jerry Orbach. It's so good. It's so fun, and it's great stuff. You know, it's delicious. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I can't wait to try it. Make your reservation now. Um, I'm voting for God Help the Outcast. I will stick by this song and that score. I think Be Our Guest is a wonderful song. And you know, it, there's a reason it like is phenomenal, but I'm going to stick with my choice. All right. Uh, I'm going with Be Our Guest because it's Be Our Guest, man. And Andrew? I knew that was gonna happen. Um, I'm also going with God Help the Outcasts. Um, like, Be Our Guest is a, a wonderful song. Um, it's just, I don't know. Like, I, I think I've kind of shown that I'm, I love songs with depth, and mm -hmm. there's just depth in God Help the Outcasts that I can't let go of. So that's my vote, but I accept the outcome and I'm not gonna fight. There's spoonfuls of depth in Be Our Guest. Spoonful. Yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> there's depth, there's okay. depth in the soup bowl. There is, yeah, that's the, like, the most amount of depth in that song. It's literally just a fun, it's a fun number that translated well to screen as far as like if it, it is uh it's um a number before the intermission like it is people dancing if you would look at it it's people dancing around the background while a few people sing lead and it's i i think well you learned about the history of the castle though i think the writing is smart mm -hmm. i think um it's a fun number but i don't think it has actual like depth and i don't think it actually really takes the story anywhere further but it I does disagree. offer I, I agree with that it's legit disney magic you have singing and dancing utensils giving yeah. you broadway caliber production numbers i mean i don't know what more you want it is legitimate <laughs> disney magic happening on screen i'm not asking for more i'm just saying that i think god help the outcast as if they were standalone songs i think god help the outcast 
has more message and more importance behind it. Yeah. And mm -hmm. it is, you guys won, like none of y'all are yeah. swinging. It's fine. But I, like, I think, yeah. I'm but over I, it, but I agree. I think, I don't want more. I actually want less. Like the simplicity of God helps the, help the outcast is why it's so beautiful. Um, I also should let you know that as the official bracket keeper, this is like the fourth match where my brain wanted something other than what the vote happened. And I marked it the way I wanted it before I realized <laughs> like, oh no, that's not what happened. No, bad, bad. <laughs> All right. Our next matchup is number four, Once Upon a Dream versus number 36, I Want to Be Like You. Tim, kick it off. This is hard, but I went with Once Upon a Dream. To me, it's the, it's the perfect Disney princess song besides I'm Wishing and it's beautiful and I love it. Yeah, I'm one song was a perfect song, but I'm not. That's okay. Um, uh, yeah, the, for me, this is like it, Once Upon a Dream all the way. I'm in agreement. I feel a little strange that Once Upon a Dream is moving forward, and When You Wish Upon a Star is not moving forward. Yes. But these are the cards that life has dealt us, and in this situation, Once Upon a Dream is moving forward with much love and respect to I Want to Be Like You. Wait, we chose these cards. Life did not deal with these cards. <laughs> Excuse me. I did not choose these cards. I did not choose these cards. I came, no, this is my- you voted in them. You voted for Out There. I did, I did. And that's just the cards I was dealt. And I would probably vote for Out There over Once Upon a Dream. Just saying that for future reference. All right, Andrew, where's your vote go? Interesting. Um, I, it's Once Upon a Dream, easily for me. Once Upon a Dream is one of my favorites. It's just like overall, I just love that song so much, so. Yeah, I will put my vote on I Want to Be Like You just because for me, it's a song that I prefer. I, I listen to it all the time. It is a song that I have performed in karaoke before. So it, it, I have a little closer tie to it, but I didn't think it was gonna get, it would move much past this round anyway, but Once Upon a Dream is moving forward. Next up is number 45, Bella Note, verse number 13, A Whole New World. Robbie, what say Bella you? Bella Okay. But I'm just, I have nothing more to add. <laughs> uh, I am going to go with A Whole New World. Um, I, I love both these songs. I love that they're both beautiful, romantic, sweeping songs, but if you make me choose, I'm, I have to choose a whole new world purely on my own childhood nostalgia for uh, mm -hmm. Aladdin. Yeah. Um, for me, I love both of these songs, but also neither of them is the winner of the whole thing for me. So this is a little bit of a moot point personally, um, but I loved Aladdin when I was young and I'm gonna go with a whole new world. I will as well go with a whole new world. I'm going to go with Bella Note. It's uh, just when it comes to the two, I think the ultimate Disney song, and I just feel like it's such a perfect thing. So I love Bella Note. Yeah, I mean, romance or magic, that's kind of what sometimes these matchups are going to be coming down to. And I, I think there's something special about it. All I want is an alleyway romance with spaghetti on a barrel. That's it. You want to. I'm switching. I'm switching my vote. You're switching? Yeah. You guys wow. didn't even fight for it and I switched. That's how easy it is yeah. to get me at this point. They all just want sauce on their face in the back street. 
I do kind of want spaghetti now, I will say. <laughs> wow, this is, uh, this is a shocker. We got our first switch in this round. So, yep. so we're putting Villanote on there. I like zero effort switch. That's the best part. Wow. Okay, I, it's another big option. I'll be honest. It's, it's, I, I know I say I'm very swayable, but those are the ones where I just kind of don't have a choice. On the ones where I have a choice, it's pretty hard to move me. I will move myself if I'm going to move. No, wow. I mean, honestly, they're both, I, I, I put those two songs neck and neck with each other. So I, I'm not <laughs> mad. I'm not mad at it. All right. Well, let's see what happens in this one. It's number 12, A Dream is a Wish Your Heart Makes. Verse number 21, Into the Unknown. Uh, it's me, correct? Yes. It's for me, and I think Andrew's going to give me some grief for this, but it's for me. It's, I don't it, have enough steaks. <laughs> I really want steak now. Um, <laughs> uh, it's a dream is a wish your heart makes um, between the two. Um, I, just, I just can't get into the unknown um i just can't it's just it's a fine song <laughs> uh it's a fine song uh but for me it's the moment we meet cinderella yes it's a short song but we we see so much happen in this song we learn her living situation we see she has a good attitude about it. She, we see her friends and how she interacts with them. How can you not fall in love with this character? How can you not fall in love with this song, with this music? It is the song that establishes probably the most iconic Disney princess of them all. That's why for me, it's a dream is a wish your heart makes. Okay, Andrew. Um, this could be one I sway myself on. Shockingly, I'm voting for Dream is a Wish Your Heart Makes. Wow! Wow, wow, wow! <laughs> so, who knows? I could just be drunk at this point, but... <laughs> I, um, this one for me is uh, one, the first real, real difficult one. Um, because, again, I'm, I'm thinking of the bedrock of Disney versus something that excites me and that I want to listen to over and over and over again. I think I'm going to vote for Into the Unknown. Can I ask you a quick question, though? Mm -hmm. If you had to choose between the Adina Menzel version or the Panic at the Disco version, which one would it be? I would listen to the Panic version. Do you think that's fair to this, to this competition that we're discussing? Um, I mean, yes and no, because I think there's something about longevity and the ability to continue taking a song and doing covers of it and having that stand even further than what the original does. I'm just going to need everyone to, uh, if you're listening right now and all of us at the end of this recording session, um, you need to pull up. There are three members of Hyannis Sound. I'll just send it to you guys. There are three members of Hyannis Sound, which is an acapella group, and they are like high tenors, counter tenors, and the three guys just belt the shit out of the end of Into the Unknown, and it is the best. That's gotta be pretty glorious. It's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. Tim, where's your vote? Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm voting for Dreams of Wish Your Heart Banks. And Robbie wishes he had a grenade launcher. <laughs> I swear, this car goes off like, <laughs> it went, before I even left for the gym, which I leave at 4.30 in the morning. And I was like, why? No one comes out to turn it off. No one. But it goes off. Because you so, live in Florida. Sorry to the world for dealing with my issues, but my, um, 
my vote is for uh, Cinderella. Cinderella. <laughs> uh, there you go. Four one. Any Dreams other Mr. song? That one, like if it was uh, "Show Yourself" or "Next Right Thing," absolutely. Yeah. But um, this one, I can wash my hands a bit for today. Likewise. All right. Next, we have number 37, Dig a Little Deeper, verse number five, Poor Unfortunate Souls. Andrew, you begin. Dig a little deeper. Okay. I love Dig a Little Deeper. It is so great. But again, if we're going for the ultimate Disney song, it has to be Poor Unfortunate Souls. And that's that's the question for me is that it that's what, and that's what I try to keep reminding myself is that this is not the best song, it's the best exemplary Disney song. And I feel like that's poor unfortunate souls. Robbie. Um, Prashad, I thought you were about to jump through that screen. <laughs> I got nervous for a second. I got really nervous for a second. I, well, I was I was shocked and then I saw your face and I was like, oh, Oh, this could go, this could go, get ugly real quick. Um, do you all hear that? Yeah. yeah. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, but um, not when you're talking, so talk. Um, 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 uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with Poor Unfortunate Souls for this one solely because I do think it, um, it is more, Yeah. It's more, oh, yeah. I, I really, I'm, I'm a linguist. Um, <laughs> cunning too, a cunning linguist. Okay. Um, well, I, I don't think it, it's a surprise to anyone when I say it's my vote is for poor unfortunate souls. There is a reason why it has lasted and it's become a drag queen anthem and there's a reason mm -hmm. for it. Um, and that's all I really need to say about it because it's, it, it, it stands on its own very strongly. Poor Unfortunate Souls. Final answer, correct. There we go. Poor Unfortunate Souls is moving on. Moving over to the other side of the bracket. It is number two, Circle of Life, verse number 31, You Can Fly. For me, this is, this is easy. It's Circle of Life. Um, I had a thought. I was worried that, as I'm sure Andrew was, that it would be Bells versus Circle of Life, and this that I was ready for that fight. I had mm -hmm. my points in uh, order, <laughs> but it's got to be Circle of Life. I love Circle of Life so much. Fun fact: it's sung by the same woman who voices the mermaid gal in Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, interesting! Mm -hmm. I didn't the, know that. The mermaid gal. Yeah, there's like a mer creature kind of spooky thing in Halloween Town, and it's is the, it same the one. Is it the one that's like that makes your flesh crawl? Is yes, that, exactly. That's oh, her. What about the head that I found in the lake? Oh my goodness! I also love the guy with the axe in his head when the Easter Bunny comes out. Yeah. And he goes. His name is Behemoth. Bunny. His name is what? Behemoth. Oh well. Yeah. I think I have a little thing of him. <laughs> it's my Tar favorite. <laughs> oh, oh, he's that's cute. adorable. Robbie, do you have a uh, I am like, I mean, I'm gonna pick You Can Fly and I'm going to stick by what I said earlier. Like, Circle of Life is, Circle of Life is just a complete journey in a song. And I think standalone, it, it's fine. But I think if you 
think of like it's it's not an easy choice but i will stick by you can fly and i will honestly say for me if i think of a song from lion king that really gets me amped up it's not even from lion king it's from a separate soundtrack it's he lives in you which is mm -hmm. by Lee and that song i feel like encompasses lion king i feel like circle of life is just like here's a grandiose opening i think it is a beautiful opening number i think it is one of the best opening numbers that and bells are like the two best opening numbers from a disney movie but i will say if we're thinking of like disney song i will stand by you can fly until the end like it just the you can fly is going to inspire things whereas circle of life is just going to be like wow that was a great song and so no. my why uh i'm gonna say I don't think I have a hard choice here, but I have to acknowledge that like Circle of Life really does establish the world that we are coming into perfectly. It takes people out of their living rooms, out of the movie theater and brings them into the Pride Rock land. Um, it also immediately establishes kind of the theme of the film. It's like we're all part of this Circle of Life, uh, which is a very universal theme. Um, but at the same time, just you can fly it's just so buoyant and fun and disney and it like every time i've watched peter pan it it just gets me excited both songs are exciting but i think for me you can fly gets me more excited for the journey we're about to go on don't roll your eyes at me you're probably gonna win this one <laughs> i'm not rolling my eyes at that i'm rolling my eyes at i have to decide now you're the deciding factor here i didn't want to i don't want to <laughs> You Can Fly is on the team of Bells of Notre Dame. I'm well aware. <laughs> but it also knocked it out, so. I don't hold grudges, not on that, not on that match. There are some I do, not that one. Um, God, they're both great. Like that is my first started off preface. They both do their job in the movie really, really effectively. Um, they're both very easy to sing, which for Circle of Life is saying a lot because half the words are not in English. Um, what are you talking about? Pink pajamas, penguins on the bottom. Oh, you're right. <laughs> um, no. I am going to vote for... Three, two, one. Nope, didn't work this time. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that literally just made me, I felt the throw up coming up on the three, two, one, not the words. If I can have... If I a little bit of pool, I will say, I think, again, I don't have any disses towards Circle of Life, but I think with the message of you can fly, I think it is the Disney magic of inspiring you to chase your dreams that you have had since a child. It, it inspires you to continue, not like the, the message of like never grow up, like you can fly to the heights that you want. You can fly off into this place where you can escape and you can feel at home and feel at ease. I think Circle of Life is so beautiful. I, again, it is such an iconic opening song, but I don't think if 
like, I don't think it stands as important as, importantly. See, that doesn't work for me because I'm a pragmatist and a pessimist and not an idealist. So I don't believe I can fly. I've been trying for 30 years and I've only fallen a thousand times. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, whereas the circle yes. of life just tells me like, you're stuck in the circle of life, deal with it, you're here. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, oh God, I am voting for you can fly. Wow, we got another upset. Number two is gone. Um, oh, that's fun. That's Tim, Tim's fun. gonna find my and destroy me. There are no more grudges. See, wow. this is the thing: is is we're in uncharted, <laughs> we're in uncharted territory for my yet. decisions on this part of the bracket because I had Bells of Notre Dame going so far. <laughs> so I'm just like, I'm just like, I haven't considered this. <laughs> All right. It's so. fun when life is unpredictable, right? Is it? It is. Yeah. This is this is okay. We're, we're moving right along now. We are going to talk about number 18, Someday My Prince Will Come, versus number 15, Go the Distance. All right, Someday. I love, I love Snow and the Seven Dwarves. I know people have a problem with their voice, but that doesn't matter because it's a 30s cartoon. They all sounded like that. And I think that that historically is important to remember. So yes, Someday My Prince Will Come. All right, Robbie. I'm sorry, uh, my Wi-Fi was being poopy. Uh, what is it up against? Um, it, go the distance. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um. Uh, oh, oh boy. <laughs> oh, you're breaking up a little bit. <laughs> that was a really fun <laughs> sigh. <laughs> you just kind of went, uh, 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 uh. Uh. Someday my prince will come, and uh, yeah, I'm walking away. Um, for me, it's someday my prince will come. Andrew? For me, it's go the distance. (sighs) I am going to vote for someday my prince will come. Wow. That was, I kind of expected that going that way, but yeah, it's... I mean, this, like I said, this entire bracket is now in uncharted territory. I didn't think Someday My Prince Will Come would get this far, and I didn't think You Can Fly would get this far, so I don't know where I'm at. (laughs) Oh, it's fun to see you melt down. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we're we're going through it. Um, This this is going to be a fun one. Next, we have number 10, Part of Your World, versus number 42, Hellfire. And we are going to start off with Robbie. Robbie, are you <laughs> If there? Robbie ever returns. I'm no, here. Rob- Do you not see me? Do you not we know? can't see you. We can what? hear you. Yeah, I don't... Oh, this is annoying. Um, okay. Uh, it's part of your world versus Hellfire? Correct. Um, Hellfire, all the way. Interesting. Okay. I am going for part of your world. Mm-hmm. Um, in a shocking twist, I'm going for Hellfire, and I will fight if I need to. <laughs> this one I've been saving my energy for. I am going to go for a part of your world. Oh boy. If this were Heaven's Light Hellfire, 
I would have gone for it. Is it not? That's what I'm addressing this as. I don't separate the two. I don't, but it's not listed as Heaven's Light Hellfire. And I don't know. Then that's wrong. And that's Mike. And we've already had problems with the way he structured things in the first rounds. Exactly. (laughs) Well, in this case, I think it's just Frollo's song. I don't know how you separate them because they're a piece of music. I agree. And they, they, they should have been listed as one. So what are you voting? Part of your world. Oh, boy. Oh, Andrew's going to send me a nasty text later. Is there... What can I do to convince someone? I need this. This is my song. You've taken everything from me, everyone. <laughs> Part of your world is not as exciting as Hellfire. How does that take you to the same places? It's not the most exciting song. It's the most exemplary Disney song. No. You ha- yeah, exactly. The thing is, it's, this is not... <laughs> for me, this song means... I have to think outside of myself when it comes to this song. This song has come. <laughs> this song has come. What does that say? Help. It uh, means it's help backwards. <laughs> I wrote it backwards to see. Oh my God. I wrote it backwards so that. <laughs> you thought it would get mirrored? Um. <laughs> well, it broke the tension. That's good. Part of, part of your world has come to mean so much to so many little girls, to so many, so many little gay boys and girls out in the world. This song has a stronger sense of meaning and history to so many people. Whereas Hellfire, like this part of your world has inspired people. Hellfire, brilliant, 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 brilliant. It has served its purpose as a villain song. It has served its purpose as raising the stakes. Musically, it is stunning. But when I think of part of your world and what it has come to mean to so many people, that's why I think it is the better Disney song. And that's why I think it deserves the votes here. I just think we're operating from this arbitrary definition of like what a Disney song is. Like for me, a song in a Disney movie is a Disney song. Welcome so to I'm my going for the, the best podcast. song from a Disney movie. Like I don't, uh, I don't quite get that. Like, yeah, it's full of more like wonder, but like then we're erasing the entire Dark Ages of like no, the Black Cauldron you, you, is an underrated movie. I liked things about that movie, and that's course, not full of, course, of wonder. But you're twisting my words here. No, I, I'm not entirely. I'm not questioning enti- your rubric. But you just admitted it. You just admitted that you were twisting my words to get your way. Right now, you are thinking very, very. Uh, you're, you're very self-focused with this right now, but this- This one, it, because you've taken everything else from me. <laughs> and that's what I do. You thought Robbie was gonna be the chaotic energy is here? Part no, of your that's world, been... Is part of your world gonna win this for anyone? Because I if not, it, give me I this. Think <laughs> I think honestly, honestly, in this bracket, in this, in right now, yeah, for me. I the way think it's going it here, for, it could. I think it could. I do not think Hellfire could win this entire thing. And I do think I mean, it's one of my winners for the entire thing. So but, if, y'all, if y'all think that Poor Unfortunate Souls would be a candidate to win the whole thing, then for me, Hellfire is for the same reasons. Like, I, I don't know. I'm struggling with like, Poor Unfortunate Souls is not as good a villain song as Hellfire to me just because of like the depth of it. And because of like, it is so, it's innovative as a villain song because it makes the villain human because we literally watch the human grappling with he thinks he's a just man and we watch the justification and the spinning of things. And it's like, it does something that like nothing else has done before that. 
but we're not talking about... Listen, if Poor Unfortunate Souls and Hellfire were up against each other right now, I would be in Hellfire right now. <laughs> However, that is not the situation we are in right now. You are looking at part of your world and Hellfire. If part of your world and Poor Unfortunate Souls were up against each other, I would be having a similar struggle with you. I don't struggle with this because I think, well, I'm thinking about what this song, that, that has nothing to do with Disney magic or music. I'm thinking about what this song has come to mean to people. Now, Hellfire, I'm happy that it does something for you, but girl, it is a dark, Frickin' song. Yeah, it and everyone should embrace Darkness it is about, a little more. <laughs> it is about a man who wants to literally molest uh, a woman. That's what that song stands for. And that with his own well, personal that's, issues. Well, that's an oversimplification because it's not standing for that saying that this is a good thing. He's, he's saying he's it's gonna a... burn this woman if he doesn't get the girl. Yeah, but the point of the song is that it is a villain song and you're watching him spiral into madness. It's not saying, here's the song, we're showing you that you should go out and either burn her or rape. Like, no, that's not the message. You're oversimplifying that. I am not, it's Fair. a Disney film. They're supposed to be. And it's a beautiful designed. Disney film. Yes, of course. They're mm -hmm. both beautiful Disney films, but they're simple. Part of your world was almost cut because the kids and the test audiences were bored. Yeah, but you want to know what? It wasn't cut, and it's become uh, the foundation of a generation. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know if there's anyone moving from part of your world over to Hellfire, and I, it, it, it's a difficult one because I know you're very attached. Robbie, question? Um, if I may, yes. Um, I will say, Prescott, with your argument as far as um, hitting part of your world against Hellfire, you saying that um, one inspires people. If we if we just take a moment to look back at par, uh, Poor Unfortunate Souls versus dig a little deeper dig a little deeper is going to inspire like all i'm saying is i'm 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 just pitting your argument against you right now to say that like for like i i i am not going to be irate if part of your world makes it to the next round but i don't like i don't think it is this like phenomenal song because it, it's, it's the foundation of the entire film though uh, which is a problematic film, in my opinion. Okay, that, and that's that's valid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm like, I like, I'm not saying you're wrong, and I'm not saying Andrew's wrong. No, I'm, no, no. It's subjective. It's subjective. Yeah, yes, absolutely. And I, but I think, I think you using this argument now could have also gone back to that same matchup of dig a little deeper, poor unfortunate souls, in the fact that in it is a i think hellfire is a better song but i didn't have to defend poor unfortunate souls because the majority voted for it I didn't. i'm also stuck on the fact that tim said he would go hellfire if it was heaven's light hellfire and that feels like semantics to me and it is heaven's light hellfire in my mind but that's not what's written down on the paper i don't care about the paper i'll change it i have editing power <laughs> well okay okay hold on let, let me let what does itunes say there was one song on Spotify. I think that would be a cop out, by the way. Just saying. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it is uh, technically Heaven's Light slash Hellfire. Um, but we've all, we've discussed as Hellfire, 
Um, there was never a... I confess I did not listen to the 90s, so I did not... That's fair. ...hear how that discussion went. To see how far Hellfire has gone on its own, I think it, it, it is a fantastic song. But when you think of Disney, it, you have to, you have to, you have to think about, yes, what these songs mean to you individually, what this song means to you, Andrew, it's fantastic. But at the same time, you do have to think about the Disney community in general. You have to think about the whole, don't you? But this is exactly, I could I mean, make that same argument for, against you voting for He's a Tramp over Let It Go. But I mean, it didn't win and I didn't, I'm not crying about it, am I? <laughs> The, the, this for me okay. is very, very <laughs> okay. I have emotional attachment to one song. I mean, but but again, for me, it, that's a similar argument for um, losing when you wish upon a star um, because it is part of the Disney community. But that's part that I think that's what's very interesting is we are all coming from different vantage points of what certain Disney movies do for us and what Disney songs do and what a Disney song is. And I would say that out there is more of a quote-unquote Disney song than Hellfire would be. I'm just not, I'm not subscribing to the idea of a Disney song. It's no, a song in a movie I mean, and, and that's and, and, what and, I'm going off of. Not, sure, once, that, once have I said, not once have I no, 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 said no, no, no. Disney song. No, but that's getting brought up a lot right now, so. Because you keep bringing it up. Right. Well, no, it was, a, it, was a, it was also a discussion in the 90s podcast when uh, we had uh, the big debate on what a Disney song is and um, some of the panelists said that a Disney song had to be sung by the character and could not be a, um, a narrative song. And I was like, well, you just put through a bunch of other those. But that was their argument against Tarzan. So I think a Disney song is different to all of us. Of course. And that's what we are here to vote on. I when mean, it comes not, to if Tim's not switching, I don't think I have a chance of switching the other two. So like that was my only like whatever. It's it's over. It is what it is. I just think it's criminal that a boring song like Part of Your World is over Hellfire, personally. I don't think it's boring. I do. I, I do. I, but <laughs> I'm just I, saying what I think. I'm not accusing you all of like liking a boring song to you, but to me it is boring. So. And that's okay. I'm, that's I'm sorry. I'm heated and you've taken both of my favorites from me already. I mean, I think we've all lost a lot of things. And I just hate losing The Little Mermaid because I think it's not good, but that's me. All right, let's move quickly to our next matchup. It <laughs> is number 26, Just Around the Riverbend, versus number seven, Let It Go. Sutton, kick us off. Um, for me, I think it's Just Around the Riverbend. That's a personal choice. At the same time, I don't have a lot of emotional investment in either of these songs. So, but for me, Just Around the River Bend is the more interesting song, while Let It Go is maybe the more exciting song. Uh, but for me, let, R River Bend. Andrew? It's River Bend for me. I'm going to put my vote on Let It Go. I'm going to vote Let It Go. Robbie, <laughs> do it. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> um... Yeah, I had to get this fan out because it was getting really heated up in here. Um, um, so, I'm going to say let it go solely because Colors of the Wind is the winner song of Pocahontas. Like, if there is a song that I think 
might take it that is kind of like an un, like out of the blue song i think that one could go further than riverbend and i think let it go has done so much for disney specifically that i think it i uh, yeah i have i'm voting let it go okay let it go moving on next we have number three zero to hero versus number 35 almost there Oh, fun. Is it me? Yes. Zero to hero. I will not let number three go down. Zero to hero. I'm going to vote for almost there. Just because I think it'll lose. <laughs> Robbie. Dramatic pause. <laughs> I'm thinking. Um, I'm actually surprisingly gonna vote for Almost There, and I think it's because it's her singing about what she wants versus someone singing about, "Wow, this guy has done a bunch of things," and that's that's my reason for it. I think the song the song is so much flipping fun. Like it's so great, but I think because almost there has a, has more depth to it, and depth has been one of my big arguments. I think, like, I think almost there is her saying, "I'm going for my dream." All right, Sutton, you break the tie. Oh boy, uh, I'm going with zero to hero. Yeah, I, I think yeah for me personally, zero to hero is just. That is the song. The song when that music starts, I'm it, energized. I'm excited. I'm here yeah. for it. And it's one of the. I'm not good at memorizing lyrics. I'll be the first to admit it. That's one song I think I know word for word. So. You could lip sync it to, for your life right now. Probably. I, mean, <laughs> I just even the Ariana version I could do. I just think it's a fun song. Like I don't, but I don't think it like captures anything is i think it's a fun song but i think it's an exceptional fun song i think there's a lot of fun songs in disney but i think this one is exceptional yes yes but i think like i definitely think like almost there has has the message and the depth and the versus like the things he's done and he's sexy now and because apparently skinny people aren't sexy oh i thought he was sexy beforehand i love young herc oh yeah i know but (laughs) it's questionable because you're like oh is he is he a teenager is he of age we don't know so let's just say he was an attractive young man i don't care then (laughs) (laughs) all right moving on to number 19 bell verse number 14 friend like me oh man I, for me personally, this is an easy one. Um, I stand by Robin Williams. I will go Friend Like Me. I have to go with Belle. I love that song so much. Okay. Robbie? Um, I'm going with Friend Like Me. Um, yeah. I am going to go. Oh, I mean, oh, Jiminy Crickets. I love both these songs so much. You eliminated uh, them earlier. So... <laughs> 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 that is very true. Y'all did actually. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, why are you do it again? And, and I do it again. I take that little crick and I just go skirplat. Um, he dies in the original story, doesn't he? Pinocchio kills him. I mean, Look, y'all already traumatized me one time. Can we not talk about killing too many crickets? I mean, we're all just part of the circle of life. <laughs> no, I don't want to go here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to go um, with Belle. I'm going with Belle. Okay. 
Y'all gonna take my favorite songs and then make me make all these decisions? I hate everything. I hate uh, it here. Today is a day of growth for you. No, it's not. <laughs> I'm just dying inside. Well, um, one day. Um, see, <laughs> my big, my big issue with Belle is while I love ensemble pieces, I also there's a little bit of hatred in me that comes in for ensemble pieces that use character voices. Too We've much, experienced like it, that little bit of hatred earlier. Okay, okay. <laughs> let, let me live my life and mourn for a second. Um, and and the other the other weird thing that I've noticed in Bell listening to it on headphones, they have an echo put in place that I think is kind of intended to like create uh, the foggy morning village kind of feel but on the individual character voices, it's delayed a little too long. And so it gets very distracting. Um, but friend like me, like I said, I love Robin Williams, but it's just a simple jazz song underneath. And I don't. Mm, Bell. All right, wow, okay. Bell is moving forward. But that's with a note, uh, like asterisk of like, both are excellent. And on a different day, I could go the other way. I want that to be clear. I think Friend Like Me has the pull because it's Robin Williams. It's not yeah. because of the song, it's because of Robin Williams. Right. I think the song is great, the song is fun, it's, it's a catchy number, but again, like Zero to Hero, I, like, I, I don't think it's anything grandiose, it's Robin Williams that makes that song. Yeah, and I think I've also, like, I need to stay consistent. I've been most heavily focused on the music of things. That's where I've put my largest portion of judging, so. Although the big band aspect of Friend Like Me is, Pretty phenomenal. I do appreciate that. Our next matchup is number 11, Colors of the Wind, versus number 22, Reflection. Tim? You vote Justice for Lea Salonga and vote Reflection. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 I love that we get a pause before every one of Robbie's turns. Uh, uh, you either get like the quick answer go on or like <laughs> um oh oh no um <laughs> can you come no we gotta go in order we gotta go in order <laughs> Because then you, if, it, if it's a tie, Robbie, then you'd have to be the deciding factor and you don't want that, not for these two. Yeah, it hurts. Uh, um, um, um. Reflection. Okay. Sutton. Um, I, 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 I feel about these songs very, these two are again, neck and neck. Um, I am, I could be swayed either way. Today I'm feeling colors of the wind, but once this is all done, I could be swayed. So let's keep talking. Andrew. Um, this is not a close one personally, not that close for me. I'm not saying I, don't, I dislike reflection, but it's colors of the wind for me. Oh, I get to break a tie now. Um, I think for me personally, it is easy. It is colors of the wind. Robbie just died. <laughs> no, I, 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 I would die on either of these songs. They're, they're uh, both beautiful songs. Uh, I, I think if Reflection was the full version, I yes. think it, it would be better. I, I think, yes. The length like, impacts my decision on this so much. 
Yeah. All right. Next up. The colors won? The colors did win. Yes. Okay. Next up, number 27, Hakuna Matata versus number six, Under the Sea. Rava, you begin. Oh, Under the Sea. Okay. Yeah, it's a very easy choice, Under the Sea. Andrew? Thirded, Under the Sea. For me, this is a hard one, um, but just because I love them both, um, but I'm going to go Under the Sea. Under the Sea? Sweet. That one was easy. What a time. <laughs> Finishing the round of 32 with an actual unanimous vote. I, and that was the only one, correct? I, I think a, so. On a high Let note. me look. Andrew, I just want you to know, I completely respect you. I hope you didn't feel like I was I talking. also, like, I want you guys to know, like, I'm being a little performative because I'm on a podcast. I really love Hunchback. I also knew that it was not likely I was actually going to be able to push Hellfire to number one. It's number one in my heart, and that's all I need to know. And your heart is important to us, and we and want you to is. know that. I got to really, in detail, explain the music theory behind all four of the Hunchback songs, and so if I can just spread some of the love of Hunchback to the world, I've done my job here. We're all about spreading on this podcast. I mean, I also, true. like, I've made some <laughs> shocking cuts for myself. I've I voted out When You Wish Upon a Star and A Whole New World. So, like, I don't even know what's happening. <laughs> well, we are in the round of 16. Are we ready to jump in? I would like to pee because... Go for it. I'll be right and then I can set up my notes, so that's yes. everything. I'll be right back. I'm scared. Oh, me too. Oh, I'm fully scared. The, 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 like, this is not going to be cute. I'm staring at this uh, You Can Fly Someday My Prince Will Come uh, uh, challenge, and... I hate that whole bracket right now because basically out of the songs there, there's a world in which part of your world is now the one. Uh, no, it's you can, uh, no. Okay, I don't know, Never mind. I hate everything. I don't, I don't, this is like part of your world is so, it's so boring. Yeah. So boring. I don't it's understand. Like, I think, I don't think it's a terrible song. I think the movie is problematic. I don't think that song is number one like i don't believe that it should. that was why i tried to kind of make that point i was like do do you guys actually think it has a chance to win this because if not give me one more round <laughs> no but there, are like i'm not like you can fly aside i think there are other songs that should sit in that number one spot over yeah. part of not i just agree 100 for me some a lot of what we have on the other half of the bracket like even if part of your world made it to the final two it's not going to beat those for me so like, that's where I was at with that, with presenting that argument. I was trying to be strategic of just like, do you guys actually think it could be number one? Because if you don't think it can be number one right now in your heart of hearts, I want you to give me this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, but work. the thing is, I, I truly do think it could go all the way. Do well, I that's think what it... we're all talking about. <laughs> but here's the thing, here's the thing again, like I will repeat this, why a song that was used twice for two different shows that are put like somewhere that's green and part of your world, literally the same exact song. You sing it yourself. Like, well, that's well. It, honestly, they're they're similar. I do like as Sutton. I do make fun of that, but if you actually listen to it, they they actually do have a lot of differences structurally. Are they similar? Yes, but that's the joy of them, and they're really good songs, and they've both been performed really brilliantly by Ellen Green and Jody Benson. Say what you will about them. But they, they are, they've become iconic songs for a reason. I think they're iconic, but I just, I just don't see if with these songs we have, I don't part of your world above these. Like I would be like, 
be our guest is better than part of your world for its grandiose effect. I would oh. say Same as a Wish Your Heart Makes is better than part of your world. I would say yeah. uh, My Prince Will Come. I would say Out There. I would say Once Upon a Dream. Like there are so many that I would put at the forefront of part of your world. And I think that's where like Andrew is going getting at too. But we'll see, we'll see what happens this next round. <laughs> well, yeah, I, hate, like, I hate this next round because now y'all are making me vote between part of your world and let it go. And I don't want either of them here. <laughs> but that's I'm voting them both comes. out. <laughs> I think I know what's going to happen in that one, but, we're, but that's, that, that's what makes it exciting. It's exciting to see part of your world up against let it go. I think that's what makes it exciting. Yeah, this this is gonna be a really cute round. I I, I mean, it's, it's I, an my, interesting my set are, of matchups, and yeah. half of them are not the ones that I wrote down and prepped for. So I'm uh, like, I'm working see, much more on the fly than I was in round one. Mm -hmm. I I imagine like you you're you're very similar to my ex boyfriend, who when we got into arguments, he would script out what he wanted me to say, and when I wouldn't say to him what he wanted me to say he wouldn't have a retort and then he would get very very angry at me i wouldn't well, say i'm that way in real life i would say i'm that way in this mm. mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. just because i did a lot of prep work and like a lot of i have strong opinions about music and like you know what i mean i think there's just certain reasons that that's applying to this but like i don't i certainly do not script out arguments with people i also oh, i also just, am like conflict avoidant to a fault so <laughs> uh, see, I, I come from a family. I'm the youngest of eight. I do nothing but arguments. <laughs> I, you, that makes much more sense. I'm an only child. All I could do was argue with myself. Uh. <laughs> All right, ready to dive back in? Yes. We have 16 songs left. <laughs> it's going to get dicey. It's going to be fun. And as we've seen, we are ready to battle it out. First up, is number 33 out there versus number 16 beauty and the beast sutton you begin oh man <laughs> i gotta go first okay okay out there versus beauty and the beast uh, these these songs are from movies that were created by the same team the same creative team made Beauty and the Beast and Out There. So the fact that these two, these are probably the two most iconic songs from these films and now they're up against each other and I'm very, very upset uh, by that. And I think I'm gonna go with, um, oh, Robbie, I listened to your 10 minute rant about a couple of songs. Don't, don't, don't give me a wristwatch signal right there. Uh, I'm going with Beauty and the Beast for okay. pure romantic nostalgia. Andrew. Um, yeah, they're both beautiful songs. I think Beauty and the Beast has such stunning sweeping orchestration underneath it, and it is well-crafted. Um, I'm interested in, in depth and journey in songs. I've said that about several things. I think Out There takes me more on a journey, whereas Beauty and the Beast is like a cap on romance kind of thing. It's like a blanket over the romance and I like to be warm, but it's actually pretty hot in here because my AC is not on. So <laughs> I'm gonna go out there also just to try to keep one hunchback in for myself and my heart. Okay, um, for me, this is absolutely easy. It is Beauty and the Beast. When, when I think of, a, of Disney, it needs to have not just longevity within the movie, it needs to have longevity within the, the corporation and beauty and the beast has surpassed 
his lapped out there and his lapped hunchback. Um, and I really, really would be sad to lose Beauty and the Beast. Tim? Period. That's all? Okay. Um, <laughs> you left that on an upward inflection. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, uh, yeah. I'm going to have to go with Beauty and the Beast too. I want Angela Lansbury to sing me to sleep every night singing sweet songs. Right, Robbie? Where I'm going. going? Um, I, 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 Everything I, you've said so far has cut off, just for the record. No, I think he's just mumbling right now. Oh, I think okay. he's, he's dealing. No, no, I said out there. Oh, okay. okay. We didn't hear that. Yeah, um, I'm going with out there because I like like Andrew said, I think Beauty and the Beast is just this like pretty song. And I think Out There has, has weight. I think Out There has some weight with that song. And I think it is, um, it, it's the orchestrations in Out There are so flippin' beautiful. And like, I just, this is this isn't an easy one to go up against each other, but I'm yeah, and I mean I don't think anyone's gonna sway either way. Not so. me, not me. But I do want to say like I know we're sitting in like the nostalgia and the romanticism of Beauty and the Beast, but the reason why I mean the song is Beauty and the Beast. The movie is Beauty and the Beast. Mm -hmm. If that romance isn't there, there's no story. This song. We, we can take a moment, so much happens in this story that to have two or three minutes just to like let them have their romance build, that furthers the story of the Beauty and the Beast, do you know? It doesn't just sit, it propels the story forward. Their romance has to bloom. That's why I like this song. I don't know. I would say the blooming of the romance is something there, though. Like That's this true. Is, the romance is kind mm -hmm. of already in place by this time. Yeah, but don't you like it in a romantic novel when just I'm for asexual. those... I hate everyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. No, you go. it's fine. I, you know, you guys... But you can no longer use the argument of the messages of you can fly and a dream is a wish your heart makes if I can't get hunched back to the end of this. Because a dream is a wish my heart made and it didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay sure 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 all right next matchup is number nine i won't say i'm in love versus number eight be our guest Ooh. andrew begin i won't say i'm in love okay this is near impossible for me right now um hercules is my favorite movie but be our guest is something is a song that means a lot to me because yes we're talking about the animated films but the first musical i ever went to see was beauty and the beast on broadway um and i distinctly remember sitting at the palace theater looking through um the the guardrails during this song and and feeling the magic of what live theater was i I'm very stuck because um, I think I won't say I'm in love is something I would listen to more often, but emotionally be our guest is the song that has stuck with me. And as someone who has been going nostalgia, nostalgia, and I also would like to see what ha would happen with the beauty and the beast versus beauty and the beast song. I am going to go with be our guest. Ooh. 
have to go with be our guest too. And I think it's incorrect to say that it's just like, oh, it's just a group number. No, it introduces you to the castle. It introduces you to all of the servants, what they've been trying to do and how they've been coping with this thing that they've had to deal with for years and years and years and how much they want to help people and help the beast and have them get back to normal. So um, I have to go be our guest. That's my vote. Robbie. I'm not really invested in either of these, so I'm just to put some pressure on going with uh, Won't Say I'm in Love. Okay, Sutton, you're breaking this one. Oh, how fun. Uh, I love both these songs, but I'm just going to make it easy for everybody and say be our guest. I really do love what Tim said. That, uh, this is in the first moment in the story we get to see these people who were turned into furniture and utensils, we get to see them truly come alive again. They've been burdened for years living in the shadows and now here's a guest and they get to feel normal again for just a moment. And for a moment they get to be spectacular and resplendent and spectacular. And that's, that's fun to me. And also who doesn't love a big production number? I do, I love it's true. it. I think for me, I don't know. It's like my struggle with this one is like, like we said last time, Be Our Guest doesn't have a lot of depth to me. Like it introduces the characters, but in that sense, it's almost like an, an opening song in the middle of the movie, an opening song for the castle kind of thing where it's like introductory more than anything. And like, I Won't Say I'm In Love is like the pivotal point of Meg's journey where like she's been torn between Hades and Hercules and she kind of like is forced to confront it. So the complexity of that song is why I went that way. That's all. I'm not, I don't know. I guess I was pushing a little, but I don't know. Here we are. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you completely, though. That, like, again, if there's complexity and there's, like, I agree with both you and Tim and the fact that, yeah, I mean, I keep saying that Be Our Guest is just this, like, fantastical, like, napkin dancing number, like, bring out the dancing, like, lobsters, fork, bring <laughs> fork, and um, let's go to town with it. But um, I think... I think setting up the castle, like, I think they already do that in the opening sequence. And I honestly think the cut song Human Again is better at unveiling the castle and unveiling, like, oh, what it was like to be back then. And There's less drama with it. It is more fantastical. But um, the Human Again was cut originally from the movie. Right. Yes, and that's why, that's why I'm saying, like, I don't think... Like for me personally, I don't think Be Our Guest is this phenomenal like song that should be put on a silver platter. But I also like, literally because <laughs> yeah. it, it dances. <laughs> I, I I I I'm funny like that. Um, um, and I don't think. Uh, but I also the fact that uh, Sam and Love is here, but like Go the Distance isn't here. I'm yeah. I, this one I'm not invested, but I definitely like will stick with. I don't think Be Our Guest is this winner of a song. Yeah. All right. Well, next we have number four, Once Upon a Dream, verse number 45, Bella Note. I have not voted for Bella Note at all of this bracket. I did not vote for Once Upon a Dream last round, but I did vote for it in the first round and. Because of that, I will go Once Upon a Dream. But if Once Upon a Dream too. I am as well. I Yeah, I think I'm in full agreement. I think it's Once Upon a Dream. 
Andrew? Yeah, likewise. Um, Once Upon a Dream is one of my fastest horses left in the race, so I'm going hard. <laughs> there we go. Next up is number 12, A Dream is a Wish Your Heart Makes. Verse number five, Poor Unfortunate Souls. I have to go with A Dream is a Wish Your Heart Makes. Okay. I'm going to second that. I'm going to go with A Dream of Wish a Wish Your Heart Makes because... I am going to use uh, some Sutton reasoning um, in the fact that, like, if we are looking at these where they need to inspire hope or instead, like, then obviously we can't let a villain song win. If we are going with that justification, like, a villain song doesn't deserve to win, which, in retrospect, I also agree with that, though. Like, I don't think a villain song is the top song because unless it is truly, truly like the crux of the story and like, which I think Poor Unfortunate Souls does have more ties, just like Hellfire did. I think those two and Be Prepared. I think those are three of the best villain songs across the board. Um, But I think that if we are thinking of less of our own opinions and more of this like what what boxes does this song have to check off i think a dream is a wish your heart makes is the one that checks off more boxes i completely agree with you um i don't this here's the thing these two songs are neck and neck two of my favorite songs absolutely two of my favorite songs where Poor Unfortunate Souls, it just, it brings me joy for, uh, for the camp of it, for the stakes of it. A dream is a heart, uh, wish your heart makes. I worked, so I worked on Disney Cruise Line for two years and every time that song came on over the PA in the atrium or whatever, like I would just take a minute and just like enjoy it. So I don't think this might be a little uncharacteristic of me based on what you just said, but I am going to vote for Poor Unfortunate Souls mainly because I don't think it's going to win this round. And I do think it deserves some recognition uh, vote-wise. I don't think this round should be a clean sweep for a dream as a wish your heart makes. That's all. All right, Andrew. Um, I'm in an interesting place because I didn't vote for either of these in their first round <laughs> at all. Um, I did vote for A Dream is a Wish in the second round against even my own expectations. So, um, yeah, I don't have any qualms about a villain song winning. Cause like I said, I'm not, I have, I'm not holding certain expectations of a message or even a cultural impact of a song in this. Like for me, I think I'm just approaching the whole thing. Like the further and deeper I get into my thought processes, I think I'm just pro- like making this the best song for me. Like, I'm so musical that I don't know that there was a way for me to think other than that. Um, And I think I'm just going to give it to A Dream as a Wish Your Heart Makes. Okay. Um, I mean, I'm I'm very split on this one as well because I I love Poor Unfortunate Souls. And I do think it doesn't matter if it's a villain song. I think it's still a great song. And in my view of what a Disney song is, it is it stands the test of time. But again, me wanting to find a song that is pure Disney, a dream is a wish your heart makes. And that's my vote. 
and I don't disagree with that. I'm not going to fight anyone on that. That's why I voted for Poor Unfortunate Souls because I knew this was its this was its final its final round. Yeah, I mean, I I still think um, putting it into the 12th spot was lower than I thought it was going to be, um, but. Poor Unfortunate Souls, I really think, is the number one villain song. And we will be doing a villain bracket uh, down the line. I'm excited for that one. I will say, I think, though, that Poor Unfortunate Souls is the best song from Little Mermaid, like, over all the others. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Over Under the Sea. Well, I guess we can talk about that when we get there. I would put it second, but sure. (laughs) All right, let's discuss this next matchup. It is number 31, You Can Fly. Verse number 18, Someday My Prince Will Come. Robbie, you begin. (laughs) (laughs) Or I have to. Um, We get noises again. um, Oh, you can't hear me? No, no, no. I'm saying before you're... No, because I, like, I, I prepared myself for this one. Like, I thought. So that way I didn't panic when it came to it. And as vital as I think Someday My Prince Will Come is as a song, I will still stand by the fact that You Can Fly will always inspire someone to fill with some type of drive or some type of joy, at least. It, like, puts your mind at ease, whereas I feel like Someday My Prince Will Come is, in fact, like, and I'm all about badass women, she's just kind of like, you know what, I'm gonna keep on being happy until he shows up. You know, I like. I'm going to stand by. You can fly all the way. All right. Yeah, I'm with. Uh, you can fly. I, I I stand by it. I think it's a a better song. Uh, it's a more exciting song. It's more. I just like it better. Um, especially when you stand in line at the Peter Pan ride at, at the Magic Kingdom. Or twelve. Excited. That line is so long. <laughs> what, Andrew? Um. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna, like, I don't have any problem with, because I think there, I, I do love, like, the badass heroines of Disney, but I also think, like, t- it'll sometimes be said that, like, before Ariel or before, like, Pocahontas or Esmeralda, like, the Disney princesses didn't have a personality. I'm like, okay, so not, the only personality is not, like, badassery. Um, so, like, Snow White certainly had, I don't know, I almost think there is something, um, admirable in the idea of contentment until your prince comes like that is something a lot of us could use (laughs) in life i'm not always good at it myself um but again it goes back to for me music and there's just a lot more substance to you can fly as a whole song both are incredibly impactful historically in the disney canon so i have to go with you can fly okay um for me this was easy i'm putting my vote on someday my prince will come I'm gonna vote for You Can Fly. All right. Next is, all right, let's see how this goes. Number 10, Part of Your World, verse number seven, Let It Go. Who goes first? Sutton. Oh, you. me. Huh, well, hmm. I, I'm, I'm going with Part of Your World. Um, it just means more to me personally than Let It Go. I know there are millions of little girls out there who, this song, Let It Go is the younger generation's part of your world. That, that's how I see these songs, you know? So uh, for me, it's part of your world. Which is so interesting because it's like the opposite meaning. I don't want to be part of anybody's world. Yeah, right? Let it go. 
All right, Andrew. You hate both of them. I hate them both. I don't want either one to get my vote right here. I don't want either one to be in the final eight. I don't think that they are the best of the best and deserve to be there. And that's why the bracket format is frustrating me right now. Um, I'm going to vote for Hard Beer World and just get it over with. I am going to vote for Let It Go. I'm also voting for Let It Go. <laughs> Robbie, it's up to you. I'm, I'm voting for Let It Go solely for the fact that, again, I just think, at least in the realm of The Little Mermaid, I think the title character is a problematic character. And I don't, yeah. And I think, while I do think Elsa can be a little problematic at times as well, I think Let It Go is a stronger message than Part of Your World. Well, I think both songs, I think Part of Your World is a beautiful song. I think it's boring. And I think Let It Go, it gets a little more pump in. It, it gets like, it, it sends more of a, like a, a, a want to do something. Mm -hmm. So Let It Go. All right, let it go. It's moving on. I think it was really interesting that the two of these were paired up because they both are in the queer community songs that we identify with, and just fascinating that they had to battle with each other. No, you don't agree, Andrew? No, I don't. I once, like, thought of part of your part of your world. Really? As... I don't claim oh. these songs. Okay. okay. Absolutely. I literally ain't no. I'm not changing for nobody. That's fair. Okay, next up, we have number three, Zero to Hero, verse number 19, Bell, Andrew, begin. For me, these, these songs are both fun. Like, there is a little bit of depth to Bell, but uh, it's an opening song at its heart. I don't think it's as exceptional as some of the opening songs that we've already cut. Um, and I don't know, I just love Zero to Hero. I just really love it, so I'm going Zero to Hero. Easy for me, Zero to Hero. Zero to Hero. Belle, so, solely for the fact that she actually sings in her song, and it's, yeah. All right, Sutton. Uh, I'm going with Belle. All right, three, two, Zero to Hero, moving on. And the last one in this round, we have number 11, Colors of the Wind, verse number six, Under the Sea. Oh God! Oh, okay. Um, this is a hard one because again, we're we're going for something with a beautiful message versus an award-winning, brilliant Disney moment. I am going to pick Under the Sea. I also picked Under the Sea. I pick colors solely for the fact that yes, Under the Sea might have won an award. Does it make it better? No. And That's colors weird. is so like the message is true. Like, like again, like Andrew said earlier, like you think you own whatever land you land on. That message is just yeah, yeah. I'm um, colors. All right, Sutton. Uh, I'm going with Under the Sea 
purely for Howard Ashman's Academy Award win. And it's a brilliant song and it, it, it brings a lot of joy. I know message wise, it, it, it says, don't go out, stay here. But doesn't the song Somewhere Over the Rainbow, isn't there just somewhere under the sea? I don't know. I, <laughs> I vote for under the sea. That's Ryan, a complete. <laughs> Andrew, where's your vote? I mean, my vote's a moot point at, at this stage, but I'm voting for Colors of the Wind. I just, Under the Sea is fun. It's a great song. I don't take anything away from it. I just think Colors of the Wind is so impactful and is so resonant of the message of, of that what that movie should have been trying to get across and and is a standalone. Like Colors of the Wind still has power and strength even outside of a problematic movie. That's fair. This is one that I will actually fight for to hopefully try and sway someone. I don't think not voting for Under the Sea discredits Howard Ashman's skill and his I just think, though, that, like, yes, it's a fun song, but they're, like, it's, again, it's, the wordplay is so smart. Yes, the steel drums, I played this song when I was in steel drum band in college. I was, <laughs> one of my, uh, one of my friends told me to, not that anyone who plays the steel drum is any type of loser for me i just felt so out of place so let me just clear that up um the one of my friends convinced me to sign up for it for credit hour and then she dropped the class so i was in there alone um and we played this song and it's it's fun and it it like makes you want to groove around but i just i don't think i think i switch you switched we got switch okay yeah all right. Wow. That's a, that is a surprise. I, I was here. just thinking. I won't lie. I was listening to you, but I was also thinking of the song in my head and listening through it in my head. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's colors. Yeah. You it pulled a, a You song. pulled an Andrew. You changed your own mind. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for me, like, I, I just think Under the Sea was just a different sound that we've never really heard before, and there there was something special about Under the Sea. Um, but I just like it better. That's all my. Yeah. But like, I want to say I feel like I'm very persuasive, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So have you persuaded yourself of that, Robbie? I used to think that too before tonight. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna. All right. So if I'm looking at this correctly, in our final eight, we have three songs from the classics, four songs from the '90s, one song from the 21st century, which was about the ratio of the lists that we gave out. So <laughs> just interesting how that plays out. Let's see what happens here. We are going to have our second movie versus movie moment. It is. I'm surprised it's only our second. I know. Number 16, Beauty and the Beast, versus number eight, Be Our Guest. Tim, you begin. It's, it's, no, it's Beauty and the Beast. It has to be. I just want Angela Lansbury. <laughs> okay. Robbie. Yeah, I'm going to choose uh, Beauty and the Beast over Be Our Guest. One of my right. friends does Mrs. Potts in the uh, stage show, and apparently he tells me this. Whenever he's under, he does his Angela Lansbury impression. He goes, oh, the Angela Lansbury. It's terrible. It's a terrible impression. <laughs> She's but a very hard person to impersonate. Time. She is. Uh, I'm also voting for Beauty and the Beast. Okay. I'm going to continue the trend. I would put my vote on Beer Guest, but... 
not our guest tonight. We are moving forward with Beauty and the Beast, going to the final four. Next up, number four, Once Upon a Dream, verse number 12, A Dream is a Wish Your Heart Makes. Robbie, you begin. I'm choosing Once Upon a Dream. And I, there is more length to the song. I think the runs, trills, whatever you want to call them in the opening when she is just singing alone in the woods is one of the most beautiful, just bass, pure sounds of any Disney movie. Her singing as she's like wandering through the woods and then her voice matched up with Philip's voice together. It, it, yeah, I think that one is better. Okay. Sutton. I am voting for a dream is a wish your heart makes because I just, I like it better. I think it's, I just like it better. That's all. Okay, Andrew. I just have to come back to like the reason I didn't vote for a dream is a wish your heart makes in the first round, which is that she sings the same eight bars twice, basically. It is an iconic melody line. It's a very likable and singable melody line, but like Once Upon a Dream just has so much more going on. And like I said, Mary Costa's voice is butter. Philip's voice is butter. I can't remember the guy's name, but like they, they, it's sung beautifully. The choir comes in. It's like, like as a formula for a song, it's just so many leagues higher because it has much more to it. Okay. I will put my vote on the song that I think is closest to my heart. And I think that is A Dream of a Wish Your Heart Makes. So love ten. these tiebreakers because I already have my mind made up. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's a dream. It, no, it's uh, Once Upon a Dream. Okay. All right. So I was I about to jump through the else. screen. <laughs> you, no, both Andrew and I were like, oh. <laughs> gay gasp. It's a meat cute. It's a meat cute. And it's so nice to see that. And they're in the woods. And then the owl in the coat and the rabbits and the boots is so funny. It's so I, 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 It's so sweet. All right, well, Once Upon a Dream is moving to the final four. All right, let's see how this one goes. Um, it is number 31, You Can Fly, versus number seven, Let It Go. And it is beginning with Sutton. Uh, this is no contest for me. It's You Can Fly. Okay. Yeah, I, the same. I, and it, with the exact same general emotion about it. Right? This is easy. Um, I just don't see You Can Fly as a final four Disney song in any world, so my vote is Let It Go. Robbie's dead. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, I vote for You Can Fly, because why not? Okay. Yeah, it, it's definitely Let It Go for me. Just. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could still do that and have You Can Fly in pants. I know, no, absolutely, like, no no questions asked like you can fly deserves to be a top four song i also think when you wish upon a star deserved a top four spot bracket situation kind of throws it yeah i mean that again it was based on eight people ranking and and this is the cards that fell this way and now it's a weird world we're living in it is um and next up for our final four spot it is number three zero to hero versus number 11 colors of the wind andrew begin Oh God, okay. I should have like steeled myself for this because it was coming up for uh, this whole round. Um, I, 
have been leaning heavily on depth in songs through this whole thing. I acknowledge my love for Zero to Hero, but I also know that it is a love for Zero to Hero that like transcends some of the musical judgments that I've been putting my emphasis on. So if I'm actually being impartial and trying to remove my bias, I'm gonna go Colors of the Wind. All right. Um, we all know I love Hercules and I will absolutely be voting for Zero to Hero. I'm voting for Colors of the Wind. I'm Colors of the Wind. Uh, I, I'm voting for Zero to Hero with, with Michael so he doesn't stand alone. I love <laughs> Colors of the Wind, but for me, just Zero to Hero, it just, you know, it's just so freaking fun. Yeah. yeah, I mean, for me, this is probably the biggest heartbreaker. Um, I keep thinking of John I gotta be Smith. honest, there's a world in which you could sway me if you want to sway me. I mean, <laughs> if, if you want to do it, let's, let's play. I'll play. <laughs> Robbie is so mad at me. I, I Listen, I, I don't want to, because Colors of the Wind is such a fantastic song and it stands, it's got such strong legs. But yeah, no, I'm hero. sticking with it. I'm sticking with it. It's yeah. all right, and it's I keep thinking of John Smith jumping off the waterfall, like fully into it. If there is a good song to lose to, it's Colors of the Wind. That's true. I mean, I will say, I think you can fly eight zero. so. <laughs> so maybe you should want that. Yeah, maybe, maybe I will switch. Uh, <laughs> solely just to create future chaos. Yeah, I mean, if, what is a bracket with impartial voting if not strategic? Well, you know? that's true, I mean. But I know Michael will vote for zero over you can fly. So now I'm thinking like, who will vote? Or, yeah, I mean, listen, are, are we set or are we, what, are we, what are we doing here? I gotta think. I gotta, I gotta know what people are thinking future death. I think it's set because okay. th then, then, then this would be a dishonest poll. It's true. Well, also, the wind. I'll also be pretty honest with you. You can, you can talk to me, but I think either zero or colors is going to get my vote. So you don't, it's a lose-lose for you in that yeah. case. I know. And now I'm going on the list. All right. <laughs> We have our final four. There are, we're almost there, but almost there is not. <laughs> um, our first one, number 16, Beauty and the Beast. Number four, Once Upon the Dream. I I have to go Beauty and the Beast. I have to go Once Upon a Dream. Wow, that surprised me. I'm going Once Upon a Dream. I am going Beauty and the Beast. And Jorsey, it's up to you. I, f I knew what I was doing going into this, and now I'm a little bit torn. I think I should just trust my initial instinct. It's one of the songs that I put through as an actual possible winner. I can't overstate how great I think it is. So I'm going to go Once Upon a Dream. Wow. Okay. Number four, Once Upon a Dream is wait, going wait, to... Wait, wait, Look at this. I have a teacup with oh, Sleeping Beauty and the, the owl, owl. owl in the thing. I'm you just, obsessed. You just keep going get, and getting more teacups. <laughs> I have a kind of fetish. Tim is like, how long is this podcast going? I can get more teacups. How many do you need? <laughs> I'm just glad that this isn't like recorded, recorded, and it's just a <laughs> feel beautiful faces. Yeah. Okay. All right. 
Let's do this. Next round. Number 31, You Can Fly, versus number 11, Colors of the Wind. Tim, please begin. Um, this is very difficult. Um, um, I'm trying to think and gather my thoughts because I did not do this beforehand because I am an idiot. So <laughs> um, I have to go with my immediate thing. I have to go with You Can Fly. I just think of that opening, the kids, and it's it's so beautiful and magical. And and yes, follow your dreams. I will just say this point blank. You Can Fly is, it is Disney. If we are choosing the best Disney song, You Can Fly. If we are choosing the best song, I might go with the colors for the extra depth that it has but if you're choosing the best disney song i'm going to stand by you can fly okay i again sit on that as like a traditional vision you of disney skip versus sutton. i'm no i'm just oh. responding to robbie's comment i think that sits on a traditional version of of what disney did versus they've changed it up recently so i think it depends on what era of disney you want mm -hmm. to represent there but um, I, uh, oh golly, Colors of the Wind, You Can Fly. I think You Can Fly. Uh, just, yeah, You Can Fly. Andrew? Well, doesn't matter, I'm going Colors of the Wind. I am also going Colors of the Wind. I will just, I will just emphasize that I think, yes, I understand what you're saying about like whichever side of Disney like you pull from, but I think You Can Fly is just pure magic at its core, it is just magic with the orchestrations, with the, the words, with just everything that's going on with that song. I think it is magic. Just All think right. of a wonderful thought, any happy little thought. Well, our final two features two songs from the classic era of Disney. It is number four, Once Upon a Dream, verse number 31, You Can Fly. Robbie, you are the beginner of this final matchup. I'm just gonna say I am so happy right now because these are two of my top five picks, I think. So, or at least these were two of my top tens. So I'm just, I'm very happy right now. Um, and I will be content with either. I think they both encompass something different within each of them. Um, but I'm gonna stay tried and true with You Can Fly. All right. You just... <laughs> <laughs> Hi, sorry. Um, I, you know, I, th this is not how I anticipated this to end. Me either. Um, no. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm not disappointed. I'm a little shocked, but like, pleasantly surprised because I think these are two songs that don't get enough popular culture credit. Um, oh, that being said, I'm going to go with You Can Fly simply for the nostalgia of Peter Pan, um, for the joy it brings me, for the excitement of Neverland and that motif of the trumpets blaring as you leave London and head to Neverland. So uh, You Can Fly for me. All right, Andrew. Um, I, I know exactly which way I'm going. I'm just trying to figure out what I want to say about it. Um, 
for me, both of these songs sit exactly in this like idea of what we're, are we talking about the perfect representation of the best Disney song? Like all of that kind of thing. Both of them have wonder, both of them have magic. Um, love is such a primary part of what is shown through Disney stories, but also childhood wonder is such a primary part of what's shown through Disney stories. So because on that front, there is not really a comparison, like they are on an equal ground for me, just like one doesn't raise above the other. Once Upon a Dream musically does so much more for me. I think there's so much more going on in the actual song, in the structure of the song, in the performance of the song, the singing is so, so beautiful and so rich and the song transports you. I mean, You Can Fly also transport you, transports you, but this one, like I, you hear the song and it feels like a dream. Like it literally evokes the exact thing it's talking about. So I am going Once Upon a Dream. Okay. Not the two I thought would be here. Not the two I thought would be in the final four. Not the two I thought would be in um, the eight. I have to go with what my gut tells me is Disney. Um, and I think when it comes to what Disney is, I lean a little closer to a Disney princess. So I will go with Once Upon a Dream. Down to me. Here it is, I've Tim. never felt so powerful in my life. <laughs> I hold the future in my hands. Oh my gosh, what, what do I choose? Um, also, looking at your history, you've literally voted for both of these every round. Yep. So, this is good drama. This is this is craziness. This is I have to go with my heart, and my heart is Once Upon a Dream. It is my favorite, most beautiful song. I love waltzes. I love the dancing. I love the romance. I love the magic, and I love the idea of of dreams. So yes. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Like, again, there, there's Disney is something about dreams. And I think it's meeting about, people in dreams before yeah. you meet them in real life. Yeah, I, I, I think this is a this has been a really fun and interesting way. Wait, to Robbie just, Robbie's, Robbie's, Robbie's trying to argue. Right. Robbie's trying Hold to on. fight. I, I didn't even get to like fight this. Okay, <laughs> go for it. I don't know. Um, I will just put it this way. And I know this kind of takes it out of that realm of the origin of it. But when you, if you've ever seen Happily Ever After, which is the new Nighttime Castle show, and the moment they get to near the end and You Can Fly starts and Tinkerbell flies across the sky, there is, I don't think, truly, there is a moment that gives me chills more than this this message of just those three words and just pure magic i like again i'm so happy with both of these and i'm not going to be like completely upset if one beats out the other but i will say i think one encompasses just the pure base of joy that Disney brings to its movies, its music, its just experience. Because I don't think Disney's are just a movie, they are an experience because you mm -hmm. walk away 
connecting and you walk away feeling something so much more than just the movie because you first for someone they each have a favorite disney movie even if they're like i don't like disney but then it's like what movies did you grow up watching and what will bring you back to that happy place and i think this one is such a happy place song that really just pulls you out of any turmoil you are going through in the moment and it takes you to your neverland and it takes you to that moment saying you can fly to a happy place and you can push forth through whatever is going on in this moment and get to that happy place obviously this movie is so important to me but i just think that song truly encompasses everything i hear what you're saying i i would I would counter with the fact that like Once Upon a Dream is is a different expression of joy, but also encompasses joy in in what a joy a dream can bring you and the joy of realizing a dream actually coming to you in real life. Um, and just like, I don't know, I think just even the like, ah, like that line is filled with so much joy for me, just like those things. So like, yeah, I'm, I, I will just say like, I'm not gonna be swayed on this one. I feel very, purposeful about the reason I made my decision. Yeah, I respect that. Yeah, I think this this is my final decision too. I think Beauty and the Beast was robbed. <laughs> I, I do too. A recount. <laughs> I'm just saying I'm so happy because again, my like two of my top ones made it and they kicked butt. <laughs> They did. This, I, this... Will, I will say that my three winners that I did in the various brackets that I put together were Hellfire, um, I forgot already. <laughs> I'm a mess. <laughs> were Hellfire, were uh, Colors of the Wind, and were Once Upon a Dream. So I can even sit here satisfied with this. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm not, not, I'm not thrilled. But again, that's why I have panelists here because it's not just my opinion. And I think that's the joy of these fun, healthy debates about this company that we love so much. And Disney brings us all together. Music brings us together. And at the they end- They pay for my healthy. <laughs> True. I mean- um, I, At the end of the day, it's just, I think this was just a fun celebration of- what Disney means to us and how the music has impacted us. It's been a five and a half hour celebration of what this music <laughs> means to us. Well, if anyone has any last minute things to say about our winner, Once Upon a Dream. Um, I'm very, ha- I'm not unhappy that Once Upon a Dream won. I think Sleeping Beauty is a stunning, stunning film with maybe the most iconic villain in it. Mm-hmm. So. Oh. Best villain, hands down. Yeah, 100%. so... Uh, you didn't I, I, invite me to a party? I'm gonna kill your baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's Watch my me. kind of villain. I would do that shit. So I, I'm, I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled. And I love that there's a, uh, still an appreciation for um, the classics. Yeah. I think that's important. Well, before I, we go, go for it. Um, I was just gonna say that I don't think it should be called Sleeping Beauty. It should be called Awake Handsome because she does thing. oh god i want to say that like if nothing else like sitting with this both the original lists and then especially this tournament of 64 is just like indicative of how many styles of music disney has done and like how 
well they've executed so many of these styles because so many of these battles were incredibly hard to even think through when it's like here's a jazz standard versus a modern like you know he's a tramp versus let it go it's like how do i where do i start you know but they're both so exceptional and there's so many exceptional songs in the canon so yeah celebration of that absolutely yeah okay. thanks for organizing michael of course round of applause for disney before, before we go, um, I want to let each of you share where we could find you on social media and Venmo if you so choose to add as well. Sutton, why don't you begin? Oh, hi. My name is Sutton Lee Seymour. Uh, and you can find me on Instagram at Sutton Lee Seymour. S-U-T-T-O-N-L-E-E. Seymour. I should pop up. Listen, don't, don't follow Sutton Foster, but I am the drag queen underneath her. Um, and uh, those are my handles on, on Venmo and Instagram. I'm really not on Twitter, so don't bother. Um, but uh, thank you for being a friend. And thank you, Michael, for having a queen like me. Of course, Andrew. Um, if you feel like following me, I'm most active on Twitter. My handle's just at Andrew Orsi. I guess I have an Instagram if you want to watch me post once every eight months. <laughs> um, otherwise, uh, follow my acapella group. I have a contemporary six-person acapella group. Uh, you can follow us at Black to Gold Music on Instagram, and it's just Black to Gold on YouTube. Um, we've been putting together some really excellent uh, tunes over quarantine, and now that like we've all been quarantining and very careful, we're like occasionally trying to safely get together to like do any music and have happiness again. So um, yeah, uh, support them over me because I don't even like social media, but follow them. <laughs> Tim. Uh, I'm not famous or a performer or anything, but if you think interesting alcoholic drinks are fun, I'm at Mad Fratter 8. It's M-A-D-D Fratter 8. I want to change it, but I can't yet. So, yes, that's on the Instagram. And Robbie. I don't have social media. Um, so I purged my life of it a few months ago, and it's been the best thing in the world. Um, Good for you. Yeah. Can, can and, we send carrier pigeons? Um, honestly, yeah. Write me snail mail. Um, but I'm not giving anyone my address. <laughs> <laughs> I took out Tim's circle of life, so I'm a bit scared. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, um, but, and Venmo, send all my donations to Michael or Sutton. They work their butts off, and this is how they make their living. So, you know, I'm making it through, but send any extra donations their way. They yeah. it, we appreciate it, and support all your local artists, because right now, for artists, we are going through the most difficult time, and any amount of support, even just kind words, mean the world. It's true. Uh, stay yeah. safe, everyone. I you know, second that if you, if you really feel like you need to send money, like send it to the people who are, are putting these things together and who make a living off of, of said money and tips. And, and in lieu of that, if you want to send money somewhere on like my behalf, you could also send it to a charity for any of the many marginalized groups in this terrible country right now. <laughs> or, or donate to your favorite political can candidate. Yes, that would work too. Yes. Um, hopefully it's a, you know, a, a like-minded progressive, uh, blue individual uh however you want to interpret that uh as you will but I'd like uh, them to have blue skin please <laughs> yes no <I'll... laughs> are you are you like rallying or vying for something on this bracket mm. <laughs> i'm taking this opportunity that vote blue no matter who yes thank please. you yes well, thank you all for being here it was an absolute joy spending my afternoon with you 
The biggest thanks to my finale panel for coming on. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, and leave us a review while you're there. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. Mm-hmm.